Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sports Talk with David and Mobile. I am David Mobile. The Super Bowl is finally here. Uh, Super Bowl 56. Um, the Bengals, 10 and 7, hosting the Los Angeles Rams, 12 and 5. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Bengals hosting the Rams. And even though it's at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, they do switch back and forth. Um, it used to, uh, at least that's my understanding, but it used to be based off of, um, you know, who ever won the um, um, Pro Bowl. Like, you know, whatever, whether well, it's AFC and NFC, I, I, at least I, unless I'm getting something confused, I know I'm supposed to be the um, resident sports uh, expert over here. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I think when you have the AFC that has now won it five years in a row, it, it's, you know, somewhat unfair. So, um, it will be interesting to uh, it be a Los Angeles Ram and be in your uh, own stadium, but in the visiting side. Um, but their fans will be there, and it will be loud, and um, it will be pretty much a home game for them. Um, but uh, anyway, let's let's get into it. Um, this episode will be um, all Super Bowl. Um, nothing else that I'll talk about for the most part. Um, so I, will, I as you, if you haven't noticed, I will typically timestamp. But since this is just kind of all of it, you know, one topic, um, I will not timestamp. So uh, you won't see that in the description. But uh, as I said, Rams. At Bengals, um, everybody is uh, picking the Rams. Um, matchup predictor: sixty-six point three percent for LA, thirty-three point seven for Cincinnati. I'll give my pick, like I always do at the very um, end. But uh, anyway, um, uh, that is the matchup predictor. Uh, Matthew Stafford on this season, 404 uh, out of 601 attempts, 4,886 yards, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Joe Burrow, 366 of 520 attempts, 400 or 400, 4,611 yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. This is regular season, by the way. Uh, Sony Michelle, 208 carries, five or excuse me. 845 yards, four touchdowns. Joe Mixon, 292 carries, uh, 1,205 yards, 13 touchdowns. Cooper Cup, the Triple Crown winner, 145 receptions, um, 19 or say 1,947 yards, 16 touchdowns. Jamar Chase, um, 81 receptions. Uh, 1,455 yards, 13 touchdowns. Um, big story is the Rams' defense against 
Cincinnati's offense. Two back-to-back years where the AFC representative has offensive line uh, issues. I mean, Joe Burrow has been sacked in, you know, in nine times in one game um, since the playoffs. He's leads the league in, um, or they lead the league um, in sacks um, received. Um, so offensive line is one of those things that um, is the issue, and, and I've said this before, but you know everybody was all up in arms when um, Cincinnati decided to uh, draft uh, Jamar Chase over uh, Panay Sewell um, from uh, Oregon, um, widely regarded as the best offensive lineman in the draft. Um, but, uh, especially, you know, a quarterback that, uh, had an ACL because of, you know, bad offensive line play. And so, um, everybody is, you know, that's the biggest reason for the pick is, is all the defensive weapons that the Rams have go this go all in method, uh, that they have adopted, um, to go, you know, all in for the Super Bowl and, um, you know, beef up the defensive line, beef up the defense that really as a, as a whole, um, even though, um, you know, none of these two teams um, are, uh, you know, a top. I, I don't think any of them are really, in, in, you know, I might be wrong, but this is just off the top of my head. I don't have notes unless I run into – or notes on this unless I run into um, anything just, you know, or it comes to me. But um, two teams that really not top five in, in, in many categories. Um, uh, some some things very middling. Um, but, uh, um, in fact, both – number four seeds going into this bad boy so um but anyway yeah like i said big uh big story you know offense versus defense and um as as most of the time it is but usually it's like top ranked offense versus top ranked defense but and that's kind of where i was going they're not neither one is really uh, a top um of of the rankings that are just kind of you know a little bit above average to to average um for you know as a whole so that 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 is um very uh interesting in itself um but uh it it's a it it will be it it will definitely be a a storyline i mean there is you know all kinds of prop bets on it and and just just everything in in general is is going to be you know um basically surrounding um the offense and the defense of these teams uh the quarterbacks and j- just all of it really um but uh the big thing really is you know does someone like Joe Burrow, second-year quarterback, can he win the whole thing? I mean, it's just unbelievable 
you know what he has uh done to to this point um and uh you know i'm obviously very very fascinated um here here are the numbers by the way um uh rams ninth in offense so not top five um cincinnati 13th middling defense 17th for the rams middling um Bengals 18th middling uh top five passing for the rams um seventh for cincinnati um and then middling in in rushing 25th uh for the rams and 23rd for cincinnati so there's there's that right there um last meeting between the two october 27 2019 it was a 24 to 10 um win over the um Bengals, and this was before uh joe burrow was even there um but uh yeah um total yards um la um has 372.1 on the on the season again regular season stuff here cincinnati 361.5 passing yards um la 273.1 cincinnati 259 uh even um, rushing yards does go to Cincinnati 102.5, LA 99 even, um, LA yards per play 6, Cincinnati 5.9, um, both teams dead even on points per game 27.1, um, LA fumbles lost um, 0.3, Cincinnati 0.4, uh, interceptions thrown per game, LA 1.1 that's something i've been talking about all year cincinnati they lead the category 0.8 sacks allowed of course um la wins it uh 1.8 cincinnati 3.2 that's uh that's part of the storyline third down conversion percentage uh la 43 percent cincinnati 39 percent time of possession uh 29 minutes and three seconds for la cincinnati 31 minutes and 26 seconds penalties per game um cincinnati they have fewer 4.2 la 4.5 total yards allowed um la 344.9 cincinnati 350.8 um passing yards allowed LA 241.7, Cincinnati 248.4. Um, rushing yards allowed um, 102.5, LA 103.2. Points allowed very close, but LA edges out with uh, 21.9, Cincinnati 22.1. Um, fumbles recovered, Cincinnati uh, 0.5 and LA 0.4 interceptions um LA has uh, the average 1.1 Cincinnati uh 0.8 sacks there's the defense again for LA 2.9 Cincinnati 2.5 third down efficiency allowed um dead even for both teams 41 percent 
Uh, so there's some things even a lot of these stats, you know, in favor of Los Angeles. Um, so, you know, if you go by the stats, that that's kind of what everybody is, is talking about. And, you know, L.A. is, is the clear favorite. Um, this is the fourth instance in Super Bowl history between opposing starting quarterbacks to wear the same jersey number. Um, and uh, Staubach and Bradshaw uh, did it twice. Um, and then Staubach and uh, Brian Greasy um, also uh, or, or did it once. Excuse me. Um, Matthew Stafford... Um, is one of five um, first all uh, first overall picks to play um, more than 100 regular season games before making their first Super Bowl appearance. Each of the first four um, uh, won that Super Bowl. Um, Joe Burrow will be the first second year quarterback to start in the Super Bowl since. Russell Wilson in 2013. Um, Burrow will, and by the way, he won that Super Bowl. Um, Russell Wilson did. Burrow will be uh, 25 years, 65 days old on the day of Super Bowl, exact same age as Russell Wilson. So, um, this is the first Super Bowl since the NFL started um, seeding uh, postseason teams in uh, 1975 that does not feature at least one team that was a one or two which I mentioned in earlier both are a four seed wide re- wide receiver comparison Cooper Cup this season including the playoffs 170 receptions 2,333 yards uh, 13.7 yards per reception and uh, 20 receiving touchdown. Jamar Chase, including the playoffs, 101 receptions, 1,734 yards, 17.2 yards per reception, 14 uh, receiving touchdowns. Um, per um, um, pl- uh, let's see, what is it? Um, it says PFF. Let's see. Uh, Pro Football Focus, there it is. Um, Von Miller um, with 91.5 and, and Aaron Donald, 90.3, have um, the two highest career postseason pass rush grades um, in the Pro Football Focus era since two, uh, 2006 with a minimum of 200 playoff Pass rush snaps. So very, very specific there. Basically, um, Von Miller and Aaron Donald are great pass rushers. Um, they've had the highest grade. So again, focusing on you know getting after the quarterback. The Bengals are the fifth team to have a rookie lead um, lead the team in receiving during the regular season and reach the Super Bowl each. Uh, the four previous teams lost the Super Bowl, however. Um, the Rams, they are 1-3 in Super Bowls. Um, 15.5 points per game. 20, um, uh, 20 points a game uh, allowed. 
a negative 18 point differential, a negative uh, turnover differential, and um, negative nine sack differential. However, the Bengals, they are 0-2, um, 18.5 points per game, 23 um, points per game allowed, negative nine point differential, negative two turnover differential with a negative five sack differential. Uh, teams wearing white jerseys have won 14 of the last 17 Super Bowls. Um, the designated home team is 23 and 32 in Super Bowls, lost 11 of the last 15. Um, and the designated home team, as I said, is the Bengals. So um, very interesting there. Uh, since week 14, and including the playoffs, Matthew Stafford is 7-1 record. 70% uh, uh, completion percentage, um, 272.5 passing yards per game, 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and a 102.2 passer rating. Joe Burrow, uh, since week 14, including the playoffs, a 72.8 com uh, completion percentage. 331.1 pass yards per game, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 118.1 passer rating. So a higher rating for Joe Burrow and uh, since week 14. Of course, um, down the stretch, Matthew Stafford had several um, interceptions and you know quite a few, quite a few of them for six. Um. Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow's 31 combined regular season uh, interceptions are the most by opposing starting quarterbacks in a Super Bowl um, since Tom Brady and Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, um, who they had uh, 34. Um, Matthew Stafford has a 48.5 passer rating and uh, six interceptions in games when pressured nine or more times this seating, including uh, season, including playoffs. Stafford has been pressured nine or more times in nine of the last twelve games, zero times in the first eight of uh, eight games of the season. Joe Burrow is seven zero in his career in postseason games dating back to college. Uh, dude just wins. Um, the Rams are second team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl at their home stadium in 2020. And I'll get into this a little bit later. Uh, obviously, the first was the Buccaneers next season. And um, I'm kind of hoping a all-in um, or somewhat of an all-in uh, for the Cardinals because it would be the third time. And... Which is would which would be absolutely insane after not having anything in over fifty years, uh, any team to be at their home stadium, and now we have uh, two back to back, a possible third, but again, uh, like I said before, after seeing this uh, playoff performance this year for the Cardinals, they are a little ways off. So it might end right here. Um, and a lot of people are anticipating that happening. Um, but I, I can almost guarantee you, um, you know, that uh, uh, Michael Bidwell, the owner for the Cardinals, is really pushing for that. I mean, it, it's going to be a difficult 
season, off season for Cardinals and Cardinals fans if this doesn't happen. I will um, you mark my words and take it to the bank right now. Uh, the Bengals are fourth team in NFL history to make the Super Bowl after having fewer than five wins in the previous season, um, which was they were 4-11-1 in 2020. A lot of that having to do with the uh, early ACL tear. Um, but uh, anyway, Matthew Stafford is the fourth quarterback over the last 40 seasons to start a Super Bowl in their first season with a team. Um, the others are Tom Brady, Jake DeLome, and, uh, I I, want to say it's Greg, but it's, uh, Dilfer, but I I think it's Greg. I'm not sure if his uh, first name, but I just not 100% familiar with him. But anyway, the Bengals are one of five teams with multiple Super Bowl, um, appearances. However, zero wins. They lost to San Francisco in both appearances, um, in 1988 and 1981. Um, per um, Pro Football Focus, Jalen Ramsey has allowed 60 um, or more receiving yards in uh, primary coverage of a single wide receiver one, um, once this season. Mike Evans, 97 yards. Um, in the divisional round, Joe Burrow has uh, was sacked 51 times in the regular season. I mentioned this earlier; I just didn't have the numbers on it, um, but uh, or right in front of me, that is uh, most in the NFL, um, the most by a quarterback to make the Super Bowl in NFL history. The previous high was Roethlisberger with 46 in 2008, and they won that Super Bowl against my Cardinals. They, some of these stats are hard to read. I'll, I'll be honest, guys. Um, especially when it has to do with my Cardinals. I'm just reminded that, you know, we've not made it. Um, Matthew Stafford has finished with a losing record in eight seasons, the most by any quarterback prior to a Super Bowl uh, start all time. The starting quarterbacks from each of the past five Super Bowls had a combined six losing seasons. So, um, with that, that's, you know, a lot of, you know, the, the narrative as well, several different narratives here, but, um, you know, you have the veteran versus the pretty much rookie, you know, uh, Cincinnati, you know, playing with house money over here. Um, you know, they don't know what they don't know. You have the veteran who previously was 0-3 in, um, you know, playoff appearances, you know, let alone, you know, not even making the Super Bowl, um, but just playoffs in general, um, all three first-round exits, um, and uh, the pressure, you know, of um, winning it all for Los Angeles because of, you know, everything that they have done to get to this point. Um, but anyway, I got a couple of different things um, that I wanted to uh, play. Um, and then I will give my pick um, and uh, have uh, have some other things I'll wrap up with, wrap up 
um, if I can, you know, find everything I want to find, I, I might wrap up with some season awards. I know uh, one thing off the top of my head um, that Cooper Cup was the offensive player uh, of the year. Uh, MVP went to um, Aaron Rodgers, but um, I mean, that was kind of obvious. But uh, get into some other you know, football awards if uh, if possible. Um, it was a lot of them were just kind of no brainers. So, um, but since I was thinking about it just now, I might go over it. But anyway, I uh, got a couple things I want to play, and then we'll um, we'll move on to uh, um, my my pick. I'll let this get queued up, and then we'll we'll move on. All right, here it is. Who will be the better quarterback to on Sunday? I think it's going to be Joe Burrow. I think that Joe Burrow mm. is going to be that guy because I think he'll make less mistakes. That doesn't mean Cincinnati will win the game. Uh, I'll save that. You know, I'll decide what what that pick is near the end of the show. Oh. Uh, but I will tell you that I expect Joe Burrow to throw for over three hundred yards. I expect Joe Burrow. Uh, to overcome a lot of stacked odds against him and put on his own show with the courtesy of Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and those boys. And um, I think it's going to be a thriller, but I think that this guy is going to really, really show what he's made of. And I think that numbers-wise, he'll end up having better numbers on Sunday. Okay. R.C.? Listen, again, Stephen A. is wrong, but we're used to this. You know, I just heard Big Hmm. Perk eat him up on the conversation oh, about please. the Nets and the 76ers, please. and I got to do the same thing right now. Listen, what? I want it to be Joe Burrow. I want Jamar Chase to have a great day, but Matthew Stafford has been playing absolutely phenomenal in these playoffs, and we did see some mistakes, but those mistakes, especially with the Jaquaski tart uh, missed interception, didn't hurt the Los Angeles Rams. What we have seen is him make huge plays to Cooper Cup late in the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, go for over 320 or 340. Uh, against the San Francisco 49ers, who we know are a great defense, and make play after play in the high red zone to Cooper Cup. I think that when you look at who Matthew Stafford has always been, he's a Hall of Fame talent. They've now put him in games to be a Hall of Famer, and I believe he goes out, balls out in this game against the Cincinnati Bengals and Lou Anarumo, who are great defensively, and he becomes the MVP of the Super Bowl and punches his ticket to Kenton. This is Matthew Stafford's time. Matthew Stafford's waited for this his entire career, and he's done nothing but show up throughout these playoffs, and Sean McVay will have him dialed in because this is the most important game of both of their careers. That was, um, of course, if you don't know, um, Stephen A. Smith and Ryan Clark weighing in on who will be the, uh, you know, what quarterback will have the better game. It's very tough to tell, um, and naturally, I would want to agree with Stephen A. And I don't agree with Stephen A. on a whole lot of the things, but I think Joe Burrow will have the uh, the better game, um, and but it's going to have to rely on keeping him upright. Um, if the Rams are able to get to him as much as uh, other teams have got to him and you know they have you know more than just a you know uh, a sack or two uh, the Rams defense knows how to feast on that um, but with that being said just because um, 
you know, the defense getting to Joe Burrow doesn't mean that he will um that uh he will have a bad game. Um as long as he doesn't fumble the ball on those uh sacks, he can still light light it up. Um, you know, with yards and uh and of course touchdowns. Um and uh I mean, I just, I've been on this the whole time. You know, Matthew Stafford will throw you a pick or two. He just does it. Now, he's been phenomenal up to this point. And the reason why I've been eating a lot of my words. Yes, Heath Tillman, I have been eating my words. You have been putting me in my place ever since. Um, the, you know, the continuity of, of these pieces from this defense and OBJ and, and, and everything has been clicking for, um, for the Rams. But, um, even though that's true, Matthew Stafford still throws interceptions. He, he, he just does. Um, and I think I'm going to go out on a limb and th- I, I believe that's a, prop bet in there I'm sure um that I think Matthew Stafford is going to be the uh first and maybe only one to throw to throw an interception but again doesn't mean that the Rams are going to lose or Cincinnati is going to win but you have to take care of the ball and that that is um a no-brainer um up next on uh on um, some of the things that I want to play um, is uh, Joe Mixon and you know why he's going to be pivotal. Um, I'll answer this right now as far as you know just myself, and it has everything to do with uh, his ability to run the ball. If they are able to um, hand the ball off, that is going to give. Um, that is going to give, um, you know, Joe Mixon the ability to run the ball and run it well. And they're going to need to run the ball. Uh, and that's going to help them um, keep um, Joe Burrow upright. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's that's just kind of my opinion on this. So let's, let's see what uh, they have to say about this, Joe Mixon. Hey, how about the name Joe Mixon? Man? I think if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan and you're in Cincinnati, Ohio, and you want your team to win, you got to hope that Joe Mixon can have a heck of a day because that's going to take the pressure off this offensive line having to pass block that defensive front. But more importantly, I think it'll settle Joe Burrow into the game, give them balance. They can't come out and be one-dimensional and beat the Rams. They're going to have to run the football. And I think this is an opportunity for the country to realize that Joe Mixon is the top five running back. He's big. He's powerful. He can make the one cut and get downhill. No, oh, by the way, he can catch the football out of the backfield. So if you're Cincinnati, this can't be the Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase show. 
you got to get the football to Joe Mixon and give your offense some semblance of balance if you want to beat this Rams defense. Yeah, I mean, more than 1,200 yards this season. That's good for third in the NFL and rushing. He just needs that O-line to stay strong, literally and figuratively, against that front group for the Los Angeles Rams. Sports center on the road is um yeah i uh i agree that's basically what i was saying um but uh you know um booger mcfarland of course uh said it best and that's of course what uh what he gets paid to do um um I have two other things this last one is kind of be you know one of the things i'm gonna end on um because i think it's it's uh um important it has to do with odell uh, but uh let's go into um you know um this and that is uh um the unsung bengal star that will have a huge role in the in the super bowl um i think um well someone that's not really unsung but I think someone that will have a good game, and that's going to be McPherson. The dude has been lights out with his kicking game. So cool and calm. Um, but let's see what they have to say about uh, you know Cincinnati and their young stars. All eyes will be on Southern California this weekend. Sports Center on the Road presented by Rocket Mortgage as we take you to Disneyland. If you are Cincinnati and that good Bengals defense you mentioned, what specifically should they do? Who do they assign to try to break up this connection? Yeah, Mike Hilton, who's their star nickel corner. Cooper Cup there we just talked about. He's got 25 catches in this postseason, over 390 yards and four touchdowns. They've targeted him 33 times. He's their obviously go-to guy. Mike Hilton, the nickel, has given up three catches for Cincinnati's defense. So who's going to win that matchup is a huge key to how kind of this game plays out. Cooper does such a good job of using his body and, and leverage and, and pace. And then Hilton is such a smart player. He's aggressive. He does a great job of playing with hands. He understands body posi positioning and leverage. He's got a great break on the football. So we're talking about a guy that historically this season was phenomenal in Cooper Cup, but a part of this Cincinnati's Bengals defense that doesn't get the recognition that he probably should. Jesse Bates, their safety's phenomenal. Hendrickson, a defensive end. Those guys are great. But Mike Hilton really is such a key piece to this defense. And if he has... Uh, a game this Sunday in the Super Bowl like he hasn't had in this postseason, we could be talking about the Bengals as Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Um, defense still has to step up um, if you're Cincinnati. So you need some young guys on the defense, veterans to step up um, and still have to, to play. And, and uh, I think that could be an X factor. Absolutely. Kimberly, Ryan. When you ask me as a guy, a number one receiver, my first thought process is, are there 32 receivers better than him? Because if they are, yep. then the answer is no. But if you can't name 32 receivers better than somebody, then yes, they could be a number one somewhere. It just depends on where they are. Okay, we ain't saying that uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is the number one receiver in L.A. because he's not. But should he have been the number one receiver in Cleveland? That's a different conversation. And so when you look at it from that perspective, you also got to take into account is Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield, or vice versa. We know the answer to that question, okay? So I just look at it and I say yes. And the thing about it for me, a lot of people owe this guy an apology. 
Now I'm going to take it to a place where people don't want me to take it, but I don't give a damn. I'm me, okay? The brother got a bad rap. Let's think about this for a second. Yep. He's in, the, in Jersey with the Giants. We see what the Giants organization, how, 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 how much they've regressed over the years. And you just want to get people because they ain't your cup of tea. And Odell Beckham Jr. shows some frustration, Kimberly, and kicks the, 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 the net. What'd he do? You got people acting like this brother has committed crimes and he's such a distraction and all of this other stuff. Mm. The brother got a bad rap. He goes to L.A. and this is where he wants to be. He accepted his role, he understood his position and his place, and he conducted himself properly and helped them. Because keep in mind, there is no Robin Woods. So a lot of people that had yep. questions about the Rams was because Robin Woods went down and we didn't know how much Odell Beckham Jr. had left. And he showed us. He's got a lot left. I like it. He could be a number one. I don't think he should want to. Be happy being a number two right where you are. But does he have the talent to be a number one still? Yes, the hell he does. That's uh, Stephen A. Smith, um, you know, chiming in. And the question was, uh, um, and since I had it loaded, I just went ahead and played it. But the question was, um, can OBJ be a number one wide receiver again? That's an interesting question. Um, And, you know, his last two stops really did affect uh you know the outlook on odell um this football fan absolutely agrees with that um i wouldn't say that he's dropped off but um some of the you know issues that he had uh whether it be frustration like uh you know Stephen a said or whatever really kind kind of well not just kind of but turns you off of Odell I mean he'll still always be remembered as the you know the amazing catch that he does and everybody's trying to do it and they're all calling it oh yeah that's an Odell catch you know it's when you got mossed well you know you you know you that's an Odell catch or whatever they're they're calling it but you know what I'm saying um if you ask me can he be I think he can. I will agree with uh, Stephen A. Um, does he need to be? No. Not on this team. And I think that helps him. I think that's a bigger help to him. Um, um, and if he can keep his ego where it's at, he'll be great for uh, Los Angeles for years to come. That is, if they can pay him and keep him there. Um, they've done so much... And I keep on harping on this, but they've done so much to their future. It's really hard to say one way or the other um, if um, you know if they can keep this band together, if you will. Um, but uh, if he's able to, you know, accept his role, whether you know he's there for now or there for the long haul. Um, he whatever that role is you know robert woods is will be expected to come back obviously not for this game but if he's there when robert woods is there he might be a uh you know um a two or two a receiver you know a number you know basically a number three um you know because in my mind it's still cooper cup number one 
and Robert Woods number two. Uh, I would slide Odell in there at three, and then Van Jefferson in there at four. Um, that that's the way I would do it. And if Odell can accept that, then he can grow, and it will be better for him. Um, and, and and you know, he'll eat up some people in the slot or wherever. You know, he can go both out wide and in the slot. I'd move him around in both. Um, it'd be like the um, you know, Bruce Aarons to, to Larry Fitzgerald, you know, moving him, uh, out of, out wide, split out wide into the slot. And he said, Hey, you'll get more balls here. And he did his numbers skyrocketed. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald did in the slot. So if that's something that, uh, uh, Odell can accept, you know, being moved around and not always be on the outside, man, uh, I think it could help. It will really help his career. And there ain't no shame in being a number two or number three wide receiver with that man's talent. And he is a talented receiver. Um, you know, that's other words I'm, I'm eating. Um, but, you know, saying that he wouldn't have been as much help to them as someone like Von Miller, but they both been a, a, a help. Uh, I was going to go in the NFL awards, but I mean, really the big ones that have anything to do with this game is Cooper cup. Um, and, uh, that, that, I mean, that's the big one. Um, I can't remember if there's anybody else, but I don't, I don't really don't want to get into it. I said, I wanted to keep this all super bowl and that's what I'll do. Um, last but not least, before I wrap up, my pick, um, uh, you know, my head says Los Angeles. Um, I'm pulling for Cincinnati. Um, and I, you know, I just can't go against Joe Burrow. He's been so calm and collective. And so I'm going with Cincinnati. Um, had to to win it all i think they you know obviously a better offensive line would almost ensure it but i think i still think they have what it takes he has what it takes to rally his guys um and be calm and 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 do what he's done since college really you know just like you know like i said earlier um like we talked about earlier so cincinnati is my pick that's who i'm pulling for um, obviously can't stand the Rams. Very, very surprised. And, and, and when I say surprised, but, um, you know, um, very, I don't say, uh, I guess I can say surprised that, you know, that, that they made it as far. I didn't think they would. I thought they were putting too much into it. It'd be too much pressure, but they have, uh, risen above that. Um, and hopefully someone like, um, Sean McVay, uh, we'll learn from you know his mistakes um last time he was in this position um and uh, if if he has that obviously gives la a, a big chance but oh and before i go uh since i thought about it how about both these guys you know being you know both these coaches you know coaching they had coached together um so um that that is interesting and um um 
um, goodness gracious, what am I, uh, you know, the, the Sean McVay tree continues to, um, grow larger, um, and expected, you know, another member from Sean McVay to take over for, um, was it Minnesota? I can't even remember who he's expected to take over. My my uh, brain is is uh, missing right now. But anyway, Zach Taylor, the head coach. While well, I was trying to think of you know who else is the extended tree um, of Sean McVay. Uh, you have Zach Taylor also coached under under Sean McVay, and then um, of course. Uh, um others and you know his tree is is growing um Brandon Staley as well you know and uh for the other LA team the uh Chargers so um it's impressive you know a lot of people are getting jobs because of Sean McVay um he's a great coach that's for sure um so it's just it's fascinating and and, and like I said very impressive um anyway um, hope you uh, enjoy. Um, I got uh, a whole episode that I'm also going to be recording, uh, talking about the Phoenix Suns. It's it's been a ride for Phoenix Suns. I'll tell you, um, I'm super excited about them. So a lot of content for the Phoenix Suns. That that look out for that. That will also be coming out as well. I appreciate everybody for listening. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening as always. If you don't mind, please give us a follow on Facebook at Sports Talk with David and Mobile. That's the best way to keep up with everything that's going on. Also, if you really like what you hear, please subscribe, ring the bell, do whatever you gotta do. We appreciate it. Share it with your friends, your family, anybody listening. We are available on all types of platforms. Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. More are coming, so I'll definitely keep you up to date on that. I really do appreciate you guys for listening, as always. Like I said, please subscribe, give us a follow. Thank you.